hello hello guys and welcome back to unknown serial killer first and foremost happy halloween guys i hope you guys are out enjoying the halloween and being safe of course but if you're at home like i am tune in to unknown serial killers because tonight it's going to be a special spooky treat we are going to do the top 10 terrifying murders committed on halloween night why not get into the festivities other than talking about serial killers on Halloween, get into the mood. As always, viewers' discretion is advised because we are definitely talking about murder, violence, and I don't think there's any drug use, but if it is, possible drug use, possible drug use. And of course, if you missed any of the episodes, please go back and listen to them because you do not want to miss any of these episodes because they are just that good so let's start off with ronald o'brien has been called the candy man or the man who killed halloween let's let's see why on halloween in 1974 eight-year-old timothy o'brien returned to his houston home from a long night of trick-or-treating his father ronald gave him one last piece of candy a pixie stick which timothy ate instantly Within moments, the boy was vomiting and he died on the way to the hospital. After changing his story multiple times, police learned that Ronald was responsible for his son's death as he poisoned the candy with cyanide. Turns out, Ronald was in debt and had taken out a life insurance policy on his children. A year later, he was found guilty of the murders and he was given the death penalty by lethal injection. The murder left its mark, though. Parents today still check their kids' candy to see if it's been tampered with. So, you're going to kill your own kid because you need some money because you need to pay your debt off. That has nothing to do with your kids. And then, I looked up more into this story. After he gave his kid the pixie stick, his son said, you know, Dad, it tastes funny. So, the dad said, here, wash it down with some Kool-Aid and it should make it tastes a lot better and it didn't and who's to say if his daughter would have ate a last piece of candy she would have she would have died too she would have ate it because he gave both of them a pixie stick but he was the only one who ate it two friends leslie and lazara and andrea were stabbed late one halloween night leslie mazara and andrea and their friend lauren menzia were busy handing out candy to trick-or-treaters at their Napa, California home on Halloween night, 2004. At around 11 p.m., the three women went to bed not knowing that there would be one more visitor that night. Menzia awoke to a scream from the upstairs bedroom, ran out of the house, and drove away, leaving her two friends behind. Menzia and Insogna, both 26, were stabbed to death upstairs. Eric Matthew Koppel, a friend of one of the victims, eventually turned himself in and confessed to the murders, though he never told anyone his motive, the Napa Valley Registers reported. Koppel is serving a life sentence without the possibility of parole. People hear Halloween and think they can go on a killing spree. The Toy Box Killers murdered for the last time on Halloween night in 1979. If you don't know who the Toy Box Killer is, please look him up because that's definitely a great 
Reed. In 1979, Shirley Leeford was hitchhiking home from a Halloween party when two men picked her up in a dingy van. Little did she know that the two men were known as the Toy Box Killers. Lawrence Bitterback and Roy Norris were famous for picking up female hitchhikers and then torturing them with tools typically found in a toolbox, according to the New York Daily News. They often took pictures of their victims during the slayings. After torturing Leeford, they dropped her body on a stranger's lawn. Leeford became the pair's fifth and final victim after a friend turned them in. Bitterback was sentenced to death but died in 2019 of natural causes. Norris, who cooperated in the investigation, was given 45 years to life. That's definitely instant karma for you. It's sad. Martha Moxley died after attending a Halloween party. Well, what are the odds? The night before Halloween in 1975, 15-year-old Martha Moxley left her Connecticut home to attend a costume party. On Halloween morning, she was found dead in the backyard, beaten to death by a golf club, according to the New York Times. 25 years later, Michael Shackle, who was also 15 at the time of the slaying, was convicted of the murder and sentenced to 20 years to life in prison. He maintained his innocence, and on May 4, 2018, the Connecticut Supreme Court vacated his conviction. In 2020, CNN reported that the case was reopened to the public. So this case has been open, open and shut for the last 25 some odd years, and they're just reopening it again. I'm pretty sure the parents do want closure, but at some point it's just like, maybe you, you have to give it up. Not saying that you need to lose hope, but you know, after a certain amount of years, it's just like enough is enough. A Japanese exchange student in 1992 never made it to his Halloween party. Hmm, I wonder why. When Yasharo Hatari, a Japanese exchange student, went out on Halloween night in 1992, he was heading to a party in New Orleans. Unfamiliar with the neighborhood, Hatari struggled to find the address of the event. When he eventually thought he found the house, he knocked. When he got no answer, he walked back towards his car. Suddenly, the door of the house opened and Hatari said, We are here for the party. But the man in the doorway shot Hatari with a revolver. Turns out, Hatari was at the wrong address. When police questioned the homeowner, Roger, he claimed that he had been scared and that he thought the student was trespassing on his property with criminal intent, according to Japan Today. He was charged with manslaughter, but invoked the castle doctrine in which Americans claim they have the right to apply lethal means to protect their homes and was found not guilty by a jury. Sometimes I feel like he's still in America, Hatari's father told Japan Today in 2012. Someday he'll come back home, I say to myself. That's sad. That is sad. And the fact that he really got off with the, I thought I was in danger and I had to shoot to protect myself. Peter Fabiano died in what police said was a crime of passion in the late 50s. When Peter and Betty Fabiano went to sleep Halloween night in 1957, they thought they were finished with trick-or-treaters, but in the middle of the night, the doorbell of their Los Angeles home rang. Peter got out of bed and brought candy to the door. On the doorstep was a woman wearing a mask. She raised her hand, which was in a paper bag, and shot him in the chest. He died immediately. According to the Los Angeles Times, police eventually arrested a woman named Joan Raybo who reportedly had a sexual relationship with Peter's wife, Betty. 
It's believed Raybo talked another woman, Golden Pizer, into murdering Peter. Raybo was convicted of second-degree murder along with Pizer and was sentenced to five years to life in prison, and both women were later released. Betty was never tried for any connection in her husband's death. Johnny Frank Garrett was convicted of strangling a nun to death on All Hallows' Eve. Ooh. On October 31st, 1981, Sister Teddy Ben's body was found naked in a coven in Texas. The other nuns in the house noticed a broken window in the community room, so they called the police immediately. Authorities found Ben's clothing and a knife under the bed. Meanwhile, an autopsy revealed the nun was stabbed, strangled, and sexually assaulted. Police arrested a man who lived across the street named Johnny Frank Garrett after a witness saw him running from the covent that evening. He was convicted and sentenced to death in 1992. His last words were reported to be, in quotes, I like to thank my family for loving me and taking care of me. The rest of the world can kiss my ass. End quote. Well, that was some words. Carl Jackson was killed over an egging incident. Throwing eggs on Halloween night is typically a harmless prank, but in 1998, it turned deadly. When 21-year-old Bronx resident Carl Jackson and his girlfriend went to pick up her son from a party, teenagers threw eggs at their car. Jackson got out of the car to yell the prank was to stop. In response, one of the teenagers pulled out a gun and shot Jackson through the head. He died instantly, the New York Times reported. 17-year-old Curtis Sterling was charged with second-degree murder and criminal possession of a weapon. He was convicted and is serving 20 years. According to the New York Times, he receives a card in the mail every Halloween that reads, I'm glad you're still there, from Jackson's mother. So she really has some hatred for this kid, which I don't blame her. William Lemsky killed his family members on Halloween. In 2010, 16-year-old Devon Griffin came home on Halloween to play video games after attending church and spending the previous night sleeping out. He noticed the Michigan home was too quiet, so he went to check on his family members according to the Sandusky Register. Griffin proceeded to find his stepfather in bed covered in blood. When police arrived, they found two more bodies, Griffin's mother and brother. Police eventually learned the murderer was Griffin's stepbrother, William Limsky. Limsky beat his older stepbrother, Derek Griffin, with a hammer, shot his father, William Limsky, five times, and then sexually assaulted and shot his stepmother, Susan Limsky. Linsky pleaded guilty to three counts of aggravated murder to avoid the death penalty, but was found dead in jail in his jail cell in 2015 from a self-inflicted wound, the Port Clinton News Herald reported. A brutal killing on Halloween night in 1981 remains unsolved to this day. Photographer Ronald Sisman and Smith College student Elizabeth Pittsman were beaten in their Manhattan apartment on Halloween night in 1981 before being shot dead. The apartment was completely ransacked, but nothing seemed missing. The case was unsolved. So there you have it, people. The 10 most violent crimes that happened on Halloween night. Like I said before, please be careful out there tonight because it is Halloween and anything can happen. And like I always tell you guys, be nice to people because you never know who they could. Happy Halloween and see you guys next week.